welcome to Tales, Tunes, and Tomfoolery, starring Jerry Springer with Gene Galvin and me, I am Maria Corelli. We are recorded live in front of a brilliant studio audience here in Folk School Coffee Parlor of Ludlow, Kentucky. And here we are, ladies and gentlemen, with Jerry Springer. My daddy. Hey. Hey. Thank you. Yay. Man. You know, we Yay. used to... We used to be doing this in front of a live audience of what, 5,000 people, 6,000 oh, people? Yeah. And now, oh, yeah. 4,000 is maybe yeah. the low number. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now we probably should get a different, um, because we're doing this from the bunker, we should probably get a different opening. I know. We don't start off every show with a lie. That sounds like a lot of work. Hey, yeah, let's, <laughs> <laughs> you're right. I don't, yeah, let's keep it as it. Hey, is. you know what? It's kind of fun, and we should t- first of all say hello every uh, to us guys. Uh, we have Casey Campbell. Hey, hey Casey. Hey, Maria Corelli, and Jerry, Jerry Springer, <laughs> and, and me, I'm Gene. I'm the one of the three men that doesn't have facial hair. Mm-hmm. Get with the program, that's Jerry. That's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah, come on. We, we have Larry yeah. King here with us today. <laughs> yeah, it's Larry King. Oh, I know. I was just telling the story uh, just before we went on that um, uh, uh, Mickey and I and, and, and Richard, uh, the whole family, we were in Disneyland. This was about four or five years ago. And we're walking down there and this woman comes up and she goes, oh, you're, 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 you're Larry King. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's I, like a, I, don't, I don't know who that's us. disrespectful. That's, right. that's disrespectful <laughs> to Larry. <laughs> to Larry, of course. Hey, you know, it's kind of fun because, uh, and maybe uh, listeners can relate to this, but since in the country's, you know, opening back up and it's, it's a mixed story. We're seeing things happening. Uh, some places are remaining kind of stable or dropping off. New York, where, which was the epicenter, is doing pretty decently. And some other places like Texas and Florida and some southern states are developing a mess. So I, I don't know. But anyway, we have, us four, have largely stayed, you know, in our homes, in our home areas. I know I'm going out plenty uh, outside stuff. I love it. But so it's always fun when we come on to do this podcast because we're all looking at each other because we're using a teleconferencing yeah. video service. And it's like, hey, Maria, how you doing? <laughs> Casey. Yeah. I know. It's like, it's fun. It's the most fun I have all week. Uh, <laughs> except for except for time with my wife, of course. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. Of course. Hey, well, uh, Mickey's the only human being I see. Yes. Uh, I haven't seen anybody else. I mean, you know, I guess maybe once a week or every other week, Mickey goes every week, but every other week I go to the grocery store. Yeah. But truthfully, other than, you know, maybe going to the pharmacy or something. No, I I haven't been outside. So you guys don't have like a quarantine. Have you heard of that term? It's, it's where you have like a, a small group you know, people that yeah. you quarantine oh. with and you all have this understanding yeah. that you're not seeing anyone else, but you can at least hang out with each other. And maybe it's, maybe it's like a younger, maybe it's like 
with the well, younger no, the, folk or something. The difference is you have friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, who's going to, you know, we get excited when today the FedEx guy rang the doorbell. <laughs> We were jumping up, hugging each other. Jerry's so excited. He's actually asking for the FedEx's guy's uh, signature. That's how excited he is. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Mickey and I are racing to the door to see who gets to open it. I got it. Oh, I got it. it. No, it is. It is. You don't have to leave yet. Come on. (laughs) Come on in. (laughs) Here, stay. Have a beer. That's an interesting concept, Maria. And, uh, there are people that I know who are relating that way. They've all kind of been together. It's like it's like yeah. my wife and I. We're together all the time, and neither of us has had – well, not that we know. We might have the antibodies. I'd love to find out that we do. But so, like, we've got a birthday party combo, uh, one of my grandsons and my wife, uh, Thursday night, and we're going to do it out in the driveway of our condo mm. with pizzas and drinks and yeah. they're you know three kids they're all bringing scooters and uh i got a new uh bike and we're all going to do and we have a football there and just do outside stuff crazy and that is oh that is uh, right it's bonnie's birthday isn't it it is it is happy, happy birthday, birthday bonnie happy birthday. Yeah. today yeah. yeah hey bonnie happy birthday <laughs> yeah. she's in the other room i'll tell you I'll tell you how pathetic we are. Okay, yeah. it is our wedding. No, it is our wedding anniversary today. Oh, okay? oh my God, that's oh, right. The anniversary. No, the anniversary. Right. It's the forty seventh, so it's not oh. like you know a, a huge one. Jeez. So it's the forty seventh. But we have this very, very sick tradition. Yes. We go, and we're not broke, but we go to every year to like a to Walgreens or whatever. All right. And we go to the card section. Yeah. And I look for a card to give to her. She looks for a card to give to me. We then give it to each other. We read it and we put it back on the stand. (laughs) Why is that the cutest thing I've ever heard? Yeah, that that is I love it. No, we just, a couple of years ago, we just did it as a joke, you know, and then (laughs) now we do it every year. So this afternoon, this afternoon, we went to this place, and I won't say the name of the place, but in the name of it, it's like like a Target or something like that. But in the name of it, it says, where you can buy cheap. That's the slogan. That's so great. we go into a store where yeah. you can buy cheap, <laughs> and we don't even buy the cards. Uh. We read them <laughs> and put them back. Is there anything cheaper than mm. us? <laughs> and that's a God's truth story. That's good. I think it's so yeah, cute. I agree. Oh, it's hey, uh, we're going to hear in a minute, because we, we really have enjoyed these always have enjoyed them, but they've been kind of unique in this time where, you know, in the middle of COVID-19 and also this tremendous unrest sweeping America, Jerry's thoughts. So I've been calling them lately, uh, Jerry's weekly thoughts. So we're going to do one of those in a minute. And we've been alternating 
and we love this, between Casey Campbell, who was our uh, music coordinator for the podcast and also an accomplished singer-songwriter, and our co-host, Maria Corelli, also an accomplished singer-songwriter. So this week, we're asking Maria to do a song, and she will, and she'll take us out on Down by the Riverside with Jerry joining her, and that's going to happen in a few minutes as well. Before we do, we'll ask Jerry for you to give us some thoughts. I want to introduce a new... Remember, Jerry, when we were doing talk radio, they taught us this notion of benchmarking. Benchmarking is sort of a repeating thing that you kind of build in. People can count on it. I think this is going to be fun. This is for the listeners. So those of you listening, we're inviting you to send an email to me. I'm going to give my email address in a second. And we're going to pick monthly a listener of the month. Oh, that's a great idea. And we're going to reward that listener of the month with a picture of you on our website. We're going to kind of play you up on our website. We're going to have Jerry and his people. He has people. Casey and Maria and I have no people. We are we, we are, are the people. We're going to have uh, Jerry's people send you an autographed photo, probably of Judge Jerry. Well, that can happen, can't it, Jerry? They could send you a send them a Judge Jerry picture. Yeah, it'll have to be cleared by NBC. Uh, no, we can do that. <laughs> and if not, it'll just be a picture of Jerry, and he'll sign it. Oh man, if too. that isn't if that isn't a reason to want to become listener of the month, I don't know what is. Here's the third. Here's the third thing you get. We're what? Bring you on the podcast. Yeah. So the, the listener of the month. Because the way, if you're watching on Facebook Live, you're seeing uh, a screen that has four of us across the bottom, and uh, you'll, you'll have a fifth person once a month. Now, so we do four episodes a month, so one of those four episodes will have the listener of the month, and that person will come on with us and chat for a minute or how so. Does, at the how does that person become the listener of the month? Here's how they do it. <laughs> they email me, and I'm going to now slowly get my email address because I spell Gene differently. So it's Gene at jerryspringer.com. Make sure you spell Gene, J-E-N-E, instead of the traditional G-E-N-E. So Gene at jerryspringer.com, Gene with a J. And all you do is email me as clever as hell as you can be of why you should be the listener of the month. And then we're going to pick somebody and I'm going to have my team of people help me do that. (laughs) I'll probably have a meeting of our executive producers and we'll sit around a large table that we have a big conference table and we'll, you know, uh, discuss them. Yeah. But why do you say them? It'll be one person. (laughs) 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 We'll have maybe, maybe in a good month, we'll get one email. Okay, let's find out. Whoever sends it in is automatically on. Yeah, I think the first one will be Lewis Beck. The next one will be my brother brother Jerry. I say we go through our... (laughs) 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 That'd be great. Um, I'm going to make a prediction. I'm going to predict something. What? We're going to have a fair amount of competition to be selected as the listener of the month. Because I think people will actually think it would be fun, I would, to be on our show. 
and w- the way we're doing it right now with videos, yeah. this is the easiest way to do it because oh, that's they right. They don't have. De- yeah, they don't have to come. If they lived in Delaware, I'd be coming to you saying, well, guess what you have to do? You now have to fly somebody in, put them up, <laughs> take oh, them yeah. to Skyline Chili. <laughs> oh, that's, you know, that's, the whole that's the best oh. part of it. That would be the best part anyway, of it there. Uh, I have to agree. It would be. Yeah. It would be. So the listener of the month. So I appeal to you wow. listeners. I invite you. Send an email to Gene, J-E-N-E, Gene at jerryspringer.com. And just tell me why you should be selected as a listener of the month. And it does call on your creativity. See, I know Maria Corelli. I know what you would do, Maria. If you were a listener and you want, yours would come in at a song. You would write a song. You would record it. You would send it in. And we probably would pick you (laughs) because we got, that's pretty creative. Oh, that would so, be my submission. Hopefully, we get some songs. That'd be yeah, cute. We might. Like well, now we let, could, it could be a poem. It could be a poem. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's say now, if you submit a song, you already have a pretty high chance of <laughs> becoming. I would say the first song if, that comes in, you're going to be. You know? yeah. I got a better one. The first person that comes in. <laughs> <laughs> there, you got it. <laughs> Hey, I'll tell you what. Hey, let's do this. Let's do this. I'm going to end on this with this bit. (laughs) I'm going to guarantee this. The first one is the first listener. There you go. I don't care. It's like these these morning radio shows. Yeah, the first 10 callers. Well, we get the first caller. Yeah, Yeah. because we may only get one. So it's the first (laughs) caller number one. Yeah. Number now one. here's one thing, and and Gene, you're an honorable person. I am. So a very next week, person. I'm going to ask you. I know you will. <laughs> not only how, yeah, not only how many we got, because I know yes. the answer to that. But when, <laughs> when did the first one come in? Yeah, because they're time stamped. Uh, yeah, I want to know. So oh, will they be on our next episode? They'll be on our next. Next well, Let's put them see, on the some next Some people episode. are hearing this live. Uh-oh. Some people are hearing this live. So they have a better chance of winning That's than people true. that just listen that to the. True. This whole thing is rigged. I knew it was rigged. <laughs> All right. I'm going to my emails right now. <laughs> oh do, you have, do you have one? I have no comment. <laughs> <laughs> Not one person. I have no comment. <laughs> Not one person out there emailed them. <laughs> I, I didn't say there wasn't any. I just said it. <laughs> hey, look. None. Please. Somebody. Oh, okay. yeah, somebody email me. Yes. It, yeah. it doesn't even have to be creative. No, you know. I'm, I mean, really, what if somebody at this moment was breaking into one of our homes or something and we said, please, somebody help. <laughs> Somebody call yeah, yeah. one. And no one. Nobody. <laughs> one, one Nobody. Oh. Nobody. Now, Jerry, I, hey, yeah. I'm gonna, you, you're listening, yeah, you're listening okay, too so. much to what people say about you, Jerry. I think people are going to email back in. I think, I think people want to oh, sit and talk yeah. with you. And it's, you know. I yeah. do, too. I do, too. Yeah. I'll tell you, how much you want to bet we don't get 10? Let's see. Let's I'll see. bet well, you everything we'll in your wallet. Wait, 10? Oh, man, oh. Casey. You don't hey, want to split it with you. Hey, yeah. Casey, I'll drive so many emails to me oh, so yeah. you win that bet. You know what will happen? You'll be going door to door. I'll go door to door. Now, um, we're not going to really do this, but I have done this before. 
Hmm. Well, I, I have done this before. I've said, Jerry, take out your wallet. And he takes out his. And I take out mine spontaneously. And I say, okay, here's what's in my wallet in terms of money. Should we all do this? Two dollars. Well, my, $2. my wallet is That's upstairs. all I got. Two I don't bucks. I don't carry my wallet in my house. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what, who who gets up in the morning? It's gonna be home all day and puts Whoa. their wallet in their pocket. <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, yeah, actually, why, good why are you question. carrying a wallet? <laughs> actually, I, I'm like George Costanza, oh, you know, my wallet's about that thick. No, I got two bucks, and I swear <laughs> Jerry took out his wallet. If he had one, it would have, I don't even want to say, because I've seen him do this numerous times, and it's like, dude. But there's a difference between flexing common folk, <laughs> you know? I'm yeah. Common <laughs> folk. yeah. Hey, Jerry. Yes, Jim. Let me let me take you uh, to a more serious topic. Probably, usually, sure. your thoughts sure. are uh, lucid, <clears throat> lucid and contemplative and uh, more serious. So, we've had another every week that goes by, Jerry. We have more stuff happening. It's unbelievable. Uh, you really, it is it really unbelievable. Is. So, uh, give us some ideas you have through this week of thinking, please. Sure, thanks. And um, as I said last week, I write these out on a, a yellow <laughs> legal pad. Yeah. I can't, I can't type or do people type anymore? I mean, use your, what do you call it? Your computer? It's called a computer, yeah. Jerry. <laughs> yeah, but your pad, your laptop, oh. your laptop. Laptop, yeah, it's called a laptop. <laughs> I don't have a laptop, so I write them out in long hand, and my writing is horrible. Oh, you need to get you a Maria and Casey are aghast. Yeah, get it. And I have to do it early on because the candles run out. <laughs> yeah, you know? or you have to put more coal on. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, in the midst of all the current turmoil that has been visited upon the conscience of America, stirred by another incident of a black man being killed by a white police officer, there is this suddenly spontaneous and expanding reaction to the symbols of the Confederacy that 155 years after the end of the Civil War still dot our landscape. Communities around America are tearing down statues and monuments of the men who led the war against our country for the sole purpose of saving slavery. States are banning the Confederate flag from public property. And in what may be the most surprising reaction of all, NASCAR is banning the Confederate flag from their races, which is clearly the one sporting event where the flag has traditionally been most prevalent. And in response to the calls now to the a change the names of our military bases, 10 of which are named after Confederate generals, our current military leaders and even past secretaries of defense are publicly stating that they are open to that idea. To no one's surprise, Trump says he won't even consider the name change and might, I add, certainly not before the election, for you see, everything that's happening now he sees as playing into his narrative for a cohesive campaign strategy. He's counting on the assumption that a majority of Americans in the privacy of the voting booth, with no one watching, will succumb to their racial fears 
and vote for the guy who will frame the honest, understandable, and necessary protests as riots. He's the law and order candidate. He's the one who sees uh, attacks on its Southern heritage as just political correctness gone haywire. This is Nixon in 68, white supremacy with a political cover. That's his strategy. And as unconscionable as that is, who's to say it won't work? But putting that political strategy aside for the moment, I'd like to deal with two other questions. The substance of the issue of removing remnants of the Confederacy and its cause from our national landscape, and also whether this controversy is merely a distraction from the central issue of white supremacy and institutional racism. Well, on that question of whether or not preserving the remnants of the Confederacy is a distraction, simply put, it is not. Because if you think about it, more of our necessary reforms, or rather none of our necessary reforms, be it police community relations, poverty, or inequality, none of these reforms will come to pass if we as a society can't let go of our attachment to white supremacy. Okay, now is for the substance of the issue. People opposing the tearing down of the statues and monuments, they argue that these men are part of our Southern heritage. And if slavery is the issue, almost all of our founding fathers owned slaves. Shall we tear down the Washington Monument and Jefferson's? Well, of course not, because these men are remembered not for their personal behavior, but Washington as the father of our country and Jefferson as the author of the Declaration of Independence, the document upon which the creation of our country was based. In God's name, what are General Robert E. Lee and Jefferson Davis being remembered for? For being wonderful family men, which they may have been, for finding a cure for polio, which of course they did not, no, the only thing we recognize these guys for, or even remember them, is for leading the war against our country, the United States of America, killing 350,000 Union soldiers for the singular purpose of being allowed to keep black people as slaves. What other people who attacked America do we build statues and honor? If an American today decided to join Al-Qaeda to attack the United States and institute Sharia law here, as more than a few have, can you imagine the understandable outrage if some of our citizens were to honor them? Look, we can say that was the Southern culture at the time, and they were brave soldiers. And I realize that applying current perspective to people who lived 150 years ago is a tricky proposition. But the issue is such a lightning rod today because this isn't about judging them from what they did then. It's about whether we today choose in 2020 to honor their behavior. Under what moral ethic do we conclude that people who fought a war against America for the purpose of keeping slavery should be honored today. 
to not remove these symbols is a sign of incredible racial insensitivity. And please save us the hypocrisy and dishonesty of arguing it's educational to learn about history, even some of the bad parts. You know what? <clears throat> I can learn about the Holocaust without having to walk by statues every day of Goebbels and Himmler. I can learn about 9-11 without statues of bin Laden. I also find it interesting that so many who choose to brandish the Confederate flag are the first ones to complain if someone takes a knee during the playing of the national anthem. What I say to these people respectfully, choose your allegiance, choose your flag, American or Confederate, but you can't have both. Yes, sir. Yay. Good job, Jerry. <clears throat> Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Hey, Casey. Hey, Gene. I'm going to put you on the spot here because I should have asked you this. Oh, earlier. well, it's okay. Would Would you mind uh, introing Maria Corelli and you know Ooh. doing a little interview with her? I would love to. Yay! Uh, <clears throat> you need a a bio of her. <laughs> it wouldn't hurt, but on, I think I, I think on. I know enough. I think I know enough. So. <laughs> All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we've uh, got a special treat here for you. Our very own Maria Corelli is going to share some music with us here today. Maria, how are you t uh, this evening? Oh, well, I'm doing just fine. Well, Thank good, you. Good. <laughs> Wonderful um, to be here with you all, as always. Indeed. So uh, let us know a little bit about the song that you've chosen uh, for tonight. What, what, do you, what, have you, what are you bringing us? Yeah, so, so as we've mentioned before and kind of how we've been doing this is uh, you know, as much as I would love to sit here with a guitar and, and play it for you guys, um, David, our producer, will be using a track from my album that came out actually about exactly a year ago now. Wow. It was my first debut album called Strings on My Guitar. And, you know, it's all on all music streaming platforms. Um, and the song that we're playing from that today is a song called Stay Away, <laughs> Stay Away. which is, yeah, it's, it's a song. I, it's a little song I wrote kind of in the perspective of, um, you know, how like a lot of old country songs, uh, women singers will address the other woman per se. But um, this is 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 kind of coming from that same place, but in a more supportive manner, too. It's almost like, hey, look, you and I like talking to the other woman like we're the, we're the same we're in this together and like most of all just like warning her to like stay away like instead of like a sassy like you better stay away it's more like you better stay away for your own good like oh okay so yeah that's nice that's what this song's about it's also the anthem of social distancing that's right that's right <laughs> i believe the cdc is working on licensing as we speak oh my gosh <laughs> I wish stay away. <laughs> all right well everybody let's uh, go ahead dave's going to fire that song up so this is stay away from uh, maria corelli's latest album strings on my guitar all right I've seen all of this 
Everybody, uh, once more for Maria Corelli, our very own. So, uh, Maria, you said this is, yeah, that's right. Almost not my computer off my lap there. So, oh. Maria, um, uh, you said this is off your latest album, Strings on My Guitar. Mm -hmm. uh, where can folks find that album right now? Yeah, so they can really wherever you all listen to music, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, uh, anywhere that you kind of access your music, you can find it. Um, 
And uh, go check out my website, MariaCorelliMusic.com. And Corelli is two R's and two L's. C-A-R-R-E-L-L-I. So MariaCorelliMusic.com. Most excellent. MariaCorelliMusic.com, everybody. And don't forget, you can stream all that music, too. So, uh, so Maria, um, anything anything coming down the pike uh, music-wise here? You got you cooking up any new songs? Or kind of what's been going on musically in your brain during all the yeah, stuff? Yeah. That's a good question due to all of this craziness, but I, I've been writing a bit. Um, some days it's easier than others. Some days are harder than others to write because of, you know, how it's, it's interesting being a a creative type and trying to make money off of that. It's, it's hard to, um, have creativity on demand, but, um, yeah, I've been writing some new stuff and, and that'll hopefully be recording some singles here soon. Sure. Yeah, well, good. but as for shows, not a bunch. Well, yeah, you'll have that right now. <laughs> do you go in, do you, before you start writing a song or saying, okay, I'm going to sit down and see what, do you have an idea ahead of time whether or not you're going to do it for com- commercially or whether you're just going to do it because this is coming from my heart and this is what I feel? Yeah, I think so. I think that's kind of a question that you ask yourself even as a musician before you even put music out. Maybe not, maybe not for all, but I feel like that's just the the path that I've chosen is the less commercial path. But I will be honest, like there are some times that like I think about that. I think about like sure. you know, like what like would I would I enjoy it more if 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 I knew that the purpose of it was to be commercial instead of instead of like Cause in a way it's like when you go into it just for the art and just for the expression of it, 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 and then you try to mix that with marketing yourself, it can get kind of like, um, it can get kind of like hard in a way to, to separate those or, or to even ha- find a happy marriage with those, you know, I don't know. If what I'm makes it the sense. most, what makes it a, a commercial? In other words, yeah. If, if you write something and you're not even thinking of the music yet, you're just writing down some thoughts. Yeah. Is it the music? Can you then decide, okay, if I want this idea to sell commercially, this is the tune I ought to put together. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so the tune is what makes something commercial or not. Yeah, I'd say, and even like how you were saying before, like you, you think it's like even before you write it, you have an intention of, um, of pleasing others rather than pleasing your own soul <laughs> with the yeah, music. That's interesting. You know what I mean? You're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, this yeah, is, yeah. I think a lot of people will like this. Yeah. But maybe it's not yeah. necessarily exactly, you know, what you want to hear. I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting. I, I I think about this stuff all the time, Jerry, mm-hmm. honestly. <laughs> oh yeah, well that's why you're creative. You know, it's funny. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. I think some stuff is made uh, to be commercial, just like Maria was saying, and some of the stuff becomes commercial because it's catchy, it's relatable, it's something easy to pick up. You know, it's like it has qualities within the song itself that kind of become something that's commercially viable. Maybe someone didn't set out to do that, but I, I think you're right, Maria, is that you know, just as you said, you kind of have to start out maybe with that intention of I'm going to write something that's going to be ple- not pleasing for everyone, but something that's going to be kind of easily digestible for everyone. Yeah, and then, and then totally. sometimes you just start writing because you're just trying to say your words, you know? So 
Yeah. You know, I've never before thought about this stuff we're discussing. And not that I'm a singer songwriter, I'm not. But the whether a song is written, you put it perfectly, Maria, to to for to please my soul. Yeah. Yeah. It was it's my soul it needs to talk. My yeah. soul needs to express, and that would be one option. And the other is I need to make I some need to money. Make some money. <laughs> And this, yeah. this song here well, where I'm yeah, trying to make some money. But, you know, I'm thinking like, yeah, go ahead, Maria. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Um, but I'm just thinking of like last week when we had Casey sing his song or when he sang the old, old like. Civil rights song. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, those are that Jerry would be, I think, like a spirit, like a spiritual thing. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's like the actual spirituals, like, like the slaves would sing them for themselves because that's literally all they had like yeah is is to stay connected and then you know how last week we were talking about in the jail cells it's like that's how they so so i think that it's interesting cuz now like folk music is you know mumford and sons and avent brothers and all those big yes. folky bands are like yeah yeah like casey said easily digestible but i think it is important to see that it did come from a place where it was like people were singing just for their own heart. And then so it, think about this song. So Bob Dylan wrote the times they are a changing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Back in the what Jerry was at the seventies when that was written? No, uh, early, early sixties, early sixties. Yeah. So that was yeah. one of his early songs. Okay. Yeah. So Dylan wrote the times they are a changing. I have no idea because I've never had an opportunity to discuss this with Bob Dylan, but so you have, um, he writes this song, and I'm thinking he was feeding his soul, Maria. He was, yeah. It was something he felt he needed to say. Let's put it that way. I, he needed to say this. And it's reminiscent of today because today these are highly charged times mm -hmm. uh, socially. These are high. We said this last week. In my yeah. opinion, my opinion, these times right now, Jerry, are just like the 60s. Oh, I, I agree. think they. I think they have the same power today that we had that you and I experienced in the 60s. And so Dylan writes the times they are a changing, which was a huge commercial success mm -hmm. or, or my God, blowing yeah. in the wind, yeah. blowing yeah. in the wind made him a fortune because it got covered by so many people, even more than times they are a changing. And that got covered. Yeah. And the sometimes people that made some of the people that made some of those, uh, songs that you just mentioned it was peter paul and mary yeah. that took his song and made it a commercial success because mm. they mary. were viewed as commercial they had you know a lot of people didn't know dylan in the very beginning he was right. still down in greenwich village yeah yeah and they sounded better but maria as you just said a few minutes ago sometimes you can marry the two mm -hmm. sometimes the commercial success can ride right along with you expressing writing a great poem, which is what good yeah. songwriting is—a wonderful poem, a memorable poem, a culture-changing poem. Yeah, "Blowing in the Wind" was a culture-changing uh, poem. Yeah, sung at when Martin Luther King did his "I Have a Dream" speech. It was preceded, wasn't it, Jerry uh, Washington uh, around on the uh, uh, the March the on Washington? Yeah, on the yeah, mall. Yeah, and, and and Peter, Paul, and Mary went to the microphone and sang that mm -hmm. before Martin Luther King gave that speech. Yeah, yeah. Wow. and so it was a you know a uh, country changing song that 
kind of express what was being felt by so many people. So yeah, that's great. Yeah. That's a great, uh, that's great a conversation. Good, that's a good, about that. Yeah, that's a good question, Jerry. Thanks for asking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Mar- yeah, oh, yeah. shucks. So Maria, keep writing, <laughs> so keep writing songs, Maria, because you you speak oh, your yeah. heart, and you may you may end up speaking to millions of other people. So that's how that works. Ooh. You got it. Yeah, I will. So true. I always thought that country music, uh, which started to become crossover music in the sixties, because the early rock and roll people were all country singers. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Jerry, Jerry Lee Lewis, uh, Wanda, Johnny Cash, as Wanda well. Jackson, uh, yeah, Elvis, Elvis Presley. Presley. Yeah, yeah. They started country. Yeah. But I always thought that country music was basically bumper sticker music. In other words, the title was always something you could put on a bumper sticker. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. it was just a, once you said that key line, everybody got it because it could relate. Yeah. It could relate to someone yeah. being hurt, someone who lost their dog, someone mm. who loves trains. I mean, you know, yeah. it was a, it was, and that really was, that's why it caught on so quickly because it was that simplified. I think Dylan made music more, it was more sophisticated. I agree. Yeah. When it, uh, yeah. it had many layers. Anyway, th- yeah, this was just great having you guys on because, oh. you know, I know three chords. <laughs> That's all you need. That's true. All I know, I know three. Seven. All I know is three chords. <laughs> <laughs> right. They say they say three chords and the truth, and that'll get you there. So. There it yeah. is, Casey. Well, that's the part I missed. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got the three cards down. Don't, don't that's why. That's why you have people, Jerry. That's why you've got people. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. They, they supplied the. That's team. right. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, hey, see you so, next week. Yeah, we'll see you oh, next yeah, week. And Mar- no, well, Maria's going to take us out uh, with with a little help from old Jerry Springer on some down by the riverside. So I uh, appreciate y'all having me on. Thanks for the little guest spot there, Gene. I appreciate oh, you. Get the best. So. See you. All right. See you guys. All right, everybody. See y'all. See ya. See you next week. All right. Bye. Bye bye. Check out our website, jerryspringer.com.